Let's speak. Hi guys, สวัสดีครับสวัสดีค่ะ I am here with Michelle Wagard. Is that like did I say it correctly? Nobody ever says it like usually it's like Wagard, Wagard, but it's like the the correct pronunciation is Wagard, but Wagard, Michelle Wagard. Oh, so you don't sound out the W. The W is like a. So it's like four A's in my last name, and the two A's in Norwegian becomes O. Oh, oh, that's like a new. Yeah. That's like in, new. So anytime uh, you see a, a Nordic name with two A's, it's always O. Oh, oh, so it's not A yeah. or A. Yeah. Okay. So learn something new every day. Exactly, and that's what you should do. You should learn something new every day. So I haven't seen you in years. I can't really remember. Like it couldn't. It can't be in the Vogue party when I like saw you with your brother. Is that the last time? I th- I think it's been that long. But that was like 2012. That's 10 years. Yeah, I think it's 10 years. It can be 10 years, but I think with social media, it's like because everyone's you feel like it's closer. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. okay, I see her. I know what she's doing. But then wait, I haven't physically seen her for the longest time. Yeah. So I'm so glad that we're having a conversation because, like, we text a lot, and yeah, then we like we connect a lot, and I think we have a lot of parallels. For example, we know each other for a very, very long time since yeah. we were very young. Yeah. So we have that parallel. We yeah. have the parallel in um, coming from like different cultures, different cultures, having different perspectives, also having been in the industry, entertainment industry, the local Thai industry in the '90s, which is like. That was a different era in itself. <laughs> a very different era with different experiences and yeah. different situations and standards. Yeah. And then also another parallel is starting in a new, you know, a new environment, new country, yeah. and MTV. MTV. Yeah. Like for me, it's like you know when I crossed from Thailand over to Singapore. Yeah. Or even crossing from the U.S., having lived in California, coming back to Thailand. Yeah. And then for yourself, I went to Norway and then I went to Germany. So that was yeah, having to start over like my career again. That was that was something. Yeah. Now for you to start your career over, you did at a much later time chapter in your life. Yeah. And it was you know when I was in Norway that wasn't so bad because I already got it. Job when I started, and when I moved to Germany, so I moved there. I was 36 years old, and you know, and I've been in Bangkok since you know the 90s, and I had the connections. I know everybody. I know everybody here, you know, and I've spent a long time working in the industry, but I also started working in sort of the corporate world a little bit, and it was easy to get my foot in the door. And it was quite hard to go to Germany and then start from scratch. Um, I didn't speak the language, so I had to apply for English-speaking job. You know, I didn't have the connections to, like, for example, have the same jobs that I wanted to in the entertainment industry, media industry. It's just not the same. I didn't know anyone that was starting from scratch, and that was that's a really like wake-up call in life. You really see what you're made of, and like, oh, the things that you I've had earlier in life is because I was very fortunate and lucky to have known the right people. Mm. But now I'm really dependent on me and my own. Talent and like how much grit I have to go after it. So yeah, that was something. When you were in that stage of having to start over, yeah, was it like a lot to deal with? Were you depressed? Were oh you like? God, yeah. It was. I think the hardest part for because you know I started going to more of the corporate roads and more mm-hmm. like what I call normal job, normal yeah. nine to five job, and it's a very hard transition when you've been. I, you know, I became famous when I was 16. People knew my name, and then having that sort of goodwill throughout your like career, like especially here in Bangkok, 
and then suddenly having all of that stripped from you. And it's tough to sort of deal with, like people don't know who you are anymore and you know, you're not relevant anymore. You don't feel important anymore. And I think that's really tough to deal with. It's, it has to, you know, it's ego, basically it's ego. And I had to be very, I had to humble myself a lot, be like, you're no one. You really are no one. You don't matter. Like, don't think you're shit. I swear. Yeah, <laughs> we can say shit, ass, fuck, and it's really but yeah, you can't. Don't think that you're shit, you know. And it was just like a very humbling experience. So I was very depressed because I was like applying for all these different jobs, like a rejection after rejection. I'm like, my CV is pretty awesome, you know, mm-hmm. but it's also a very weird CV. Like people didn't know what to do with me, and like. You know, I've been a pop singer. I was in MTV. I was in radio. Like, uh, then I went into the gaming industry. Like, what is it that you actually do? Like, this is also a very hard part when you want to, when I came into like job interviews in Germany, like, what is it that you actually do? I'm like, that's a very good question, actually. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a really good perspective that you just shared. Because when, I, I mean, like for myself, having worked in corporate here, I know like for the local market in thailand obviously they're going to recognize me for the work i do in front of the camera but i don't have that if i'm going to send my resume like if i'm in other countries because they're not going to recognize who i am or from tv or it doesn't even matter matters is whether you qualify for the position and work and you know and that sounds interesting because you go into a job interview and they're like and the first question is tell me about your experience and i'm like how do i even start i'm like well I started out as a pop star. <laughs> I was in the teens. I was a Spice Girl in a in a Thai Spice Girl band when I was in the nineties. You know, that's how do you like? Then I was in MTV. You know, and then I was in Norway for another like sort of similar VJ job. And then I went into radio. And then I was you know I was modeling. It's kind of like okay, and how yeah, do you I, fit into this position? You're right. And, and also, it's kind of like it is a stereotype. I also noticed this. Like I had to overcome like. Because if you think like when you're in the entertainment and media industry, like you want to be famous, like quick, can you actually, are you smart enough to be in the corporate world? Mm. Like, do you have what it takes to be in the corporate world? Because you're so used to being in a front of camera, but this is like hard work, right? So I also had to really work that balance, which was really tough. Be late because I've been in and out of corporate. Yeah. Probably not the experience of having to start over overseas, but having to be taken seriously because first impression that people will have is like okay in thai there's the word dara it's like yeah, okay yeah, yeah. so this dara is going to be king and managing this team and it's like of course you're going to have people who are going to have preconceived ideas yeah. and opinions about you that's my experience but for you it's like you're in a totally different yeah. um environment where it's like whatever you're saying in your in your interview doesn't really it also sounds unbelievable but like past this life and and they're like why are you here (laughs) yeah yeah i was thinking that too like i do decide eventually to go back you know overseas i'm like i'll probably find myself in the same situations with you when they're like asking me about my experience if i'm not working in the same industry if i decide to work in the corporate industry it's kind of like okay where do you start and how do you where do you go with that but it is a part of who we are though yeah but i think what it did to me is, is also it gave me I said I had to like really go deep and be like okay I need to prove myself that I can do this I can have to prove to people the talent that I am worth it and I think once that I did land the jobs and got where I am 
it actually felt more and like precious because yeah. like I knew that I'd work for it and I'd proven myself that I have talent for it. And that's because sometimes when you're in the entertainment industry or here, you don't know if you're getting things because it's your name or your face, whatever. So when it's the corporate world, his phone went off. I know this is like live. This is like, I'm sorry, broadcast 101. <laughs> we learned this. He's supposed to be a professional. We're both working in this industry and you always turn up your phone. This is Well, I wanted to give the realness <laughs> in, in in this interview where you know you can hear like them doing coffee in the background, you have the phone ringing. So it's all about being real. That was my answer. It's it's okay. I'm, I'm sorry, but no, no, no. That was that that standard. I I can having the real environment. I can go with, but the, the phone, nah. That's that's, that's true that's because like yeah, because I have the audio separately, so that's like on the podcast right now. It's like, all right, my bad, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about also talking about um, ego. And I, you know, we go through it. We both gone through it. A yeah. lot of people in our industry go through it. Even people in other they industries. They don't want right? to admit they have ego. I think a lot of people. Well, we did talk about how ego can go both ways. It mm. can, there's healthy ego and there's unhealthy ego. Yeah. yeah. Like my opinion, well, I mean, you can read it, read on it, but um, it's okay to have ego because... Yeah. Ego in the in the right way to have ego exactly. It, you have ego, so it means confidence in a way. You have to know that you know, I got this shit. Like, I got this. But the unhealthy thing, I had that when I was younger. That I had that unhealthy one when, and I think it's because I got you get fame so early. Yeah. You know, you were a new teenager. Asshole. Like I am embarrassed when I think back. I'm like, oh my god, ego. Oh. It's unhealthy ego. Oh, it's unhealthy. And I think... Um, entitled ego. And what's, it's entitled. And that's the worst kind. And I had it. And I'm sorry to anyone who had to endure that. And I apologize as well for anyone who have my experience me being like an asshole as well. And I think what's most important why we're sharing this is that at the end of the day, we're human. We're yeah. real. And we want to show that even though we've been part of the industry that you see us, but... It's all about being able to grow and yeah. mature from it and then being able to share that so that other people can grow from it too. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, you know, it's like, it's okay to admit that you have been now. Like, it's like, it's just a natural path of life. Um, yeah, well, I remember like, your good friends are the And ones. I didn't think I was. That's the worst part. Like, I <laughs> thought I was like, I thought I was so cool. And I'm like, no, I'm really down to earth. And I'm like, back in my... <laughs> well, I was called out too. Um, I remember a good friend saying that, do you know, back in the day, like, at times you were, an, you were an ass. And I'm like, I was? And then there was like specific like situations. And then I realized, oh, wow, I was. Yeah. And I think, that realization helps a lot. Yeah. Because then you can you move on from it. Yeah. You understand it. You need to be able to reflect. Yeah. It's I think like especially when you're in entertainment. I don't just not entertainment, just in life in general. You need to be able to look back and reflect and look at like own behavior. Like not just judge other people's behavior, but like what was your role and whatever was happening. Mm -hmm. And actually question hey, was I right in this? You know, was the way I approached it and be like, you know what? That was not the right way of thinking. That was not the right approach. And that's okay. And I'm going to change now. I accept that. 
but it's tough. It's really tough because I've had to really like look in the mirror and I didn't like admit that I'm like, I was not always great. I didn't like to admit that. But. I think it's word is self-awareness. Yeah. I think a lot of us are people a journey through life and they're not self-aware. They're quick to judge others. They're yeah. quick to say things about others, quick to be opinionated then they lack self-awareness. And I think having self-awareness is where it starts. You can realize the things that you have done wrong or you have done wrong to others, then you just better yourself and you grow. And I also think, I mean, personally for me, that self-awareness also came because of the things that were kind of taken away, you know, and I was, you know, when I had the fame went away or when I had to like, uh, you know, apply for a job, when I had to start, when I didn't have that security around me, that's when I really opened my eyes to see what I had and like how my life was, how I was acting and just what I took for granted, etc. And then made me question myself. So I think also you sometimes really have to go sort of into those darker moments, dark moments, you have to like fail in order to see. I think it's only when you're in darker phases of your life that's when you are able to really see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's just like you know, it's it's life. Yeah. And, we, and like and and it's really weird to say. It's like I don't want anyone to go to darker moments because that it, it's really hard. But I think it's also I also see some people say they I've never had depression before. I don't know what it's like, and I'm like that's that's remarkable. But I don't know, like, if you have that self-aware, I don't know, and I don't want to upset anyone here, but it's just like, I really do feel that when you are in those darker moments, that's really when those uh, moments of self-aware come. But it's also about the support system you have around you and what helps you to educate and grow. Yeah, um, I, I agree with everything you said. I want to add on, it's also able to take that personal need to grow and understand yourself to be able to open yourself to have the right support yeah times certain stages of your life have the wrong support yeah yeah oh yeah i mean <laughs> oh yeah uh yeah I, it, right now i'm very fortunate i have people in my life who will call me out um but i have to be willing to accept it but there have been times before where i just you know, you don't want to listen or you don't have the people are just not there for the right intentions. Yeah. That's why it really depends on like what stage you are in your life. Yeah. Stage of like understanding yourself, stage of like self-awareness. Yeah. And then in turn, that's where you're able to attract and magnetize the right energies that sometimes when you look back and I look back at myself mm. at certain stages in my life where it's like, you know, I'm not in a good place. It's like I'm also attracting the wrong energies. Yeah. So you just have to be in the right place. Yeah. So. But I also wonder sometimes it's like if it also has to do with age aging, because I think uh, for you and me and we have to accept it. I think it's also accepting that we are also growing older and like find myself clinging to this romantic nostalgia of like the 90s and 2000s, you know, but that was over 20 years ago. And learning to let that go, like accept that there's a whole new generation now and like they are the ones like running the place and like not relevant uh, like anymore. Like what I have to is, is no relevance anymore. And I think that's also something I also think it has something a little bit to do with our age, why we're so self-reflective at this moment. Definitely, because we've gone through a lot more, so we have a lot more experience. But it's also the generational shift, I think, like, because I think 
you know, we grew up when technology was not the same. We didn't have social media. We didn't mm-hmm. have anything. It was just such a different era of communication and how we got how we got news or how we communicate with each other. Just now, we just kind of and because I'm really curious to see if we had the tools for like like this, a show like this, or social media back when we were young and super super creative. Like, I'm very curious what we could have made of it. I, we, but I also wonder, like, how oh, I would have destroyed myself. Well, I think so. It's very glad yeah, that there's no proof. Well, it's, it, it was really different times that we yeah. were in. I mean, I've had this talk with fellow '90s um, <laughs> colleagues, and I think we were we were growing into a generation where we had to really go out and find information to build who we are, yeah. um, our our characters, because it's like we couldn't access it at the you know tip of our like fingers. We we had to actually kind of go out and figure it out. Yeah. Like really listen to music and we have to really go yeah. listen to music. <laughs> like even like I remember because I always wanted to do like make TV shows and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it was to me, it was the record and the editing. Like, oh my God, having to do like final cut and all that editing. Like it was a nightmare. Like you had to have like proper equipment. And now like I'm just so jealous. Like you can do everything with the phone. And I was like, damn they're so that is true it's like now i'm so jealous i wish i had that everyone's like i really wish i had everyone's like a photographer a videographer a producer like all in one because of like the times we're in but it's so but i love it because you see how creative people are like there are so much creativity in people and they're given the right tools now like because we have these futures for editing futures for photography it's much easier and you just see this whole new creative world i think that's super inspiring and i love that's where i really love seeing that's where like okay i'm gonna go back um really quickly about relevance i think relevance is just um what you were saying it's being able to accept where you are and the times we're in Mm. so um when you're talking about going back to the 90s, mm-hmm. I think there's there's when you hold to the past, where I feel too much of the past, where it becomes unhealthy because you're stuck in the past. Yeah. But I also find the word relevance, um, meaning and defining as if you understand the current generation yeah. and understand how they think or open to how they think and how things are, it does make you relevant whether you're from the 90s or yeah. like you're older or you're mature. So I, I don't know. That's my opinion on the word relevance. Yeah, I think it's very interesting because like right now I work, I work with a lot of extremely creative people uh, in a company that is very, <laughs> a lot of creative and uh, creative uh, people where there's a lot of people creating creative content. And just my coworkers and my team, the what, their knowledge and what they educate me on it's just like it's amazing i love love learning from them and they make me feel relevant because what i learned from them and i think that's a big big one of my biggest lessons is like being allowing like you know what i'm i'm learning from you now and that's how i you know mm. keep yourself relevant because yeah. i think that's hard for a lot of people that they want to be like no no i know best uh, because i'm older or whatever but you just if you're humble and you allow yourself to listen like oh my god the world opens i totally agree i think i've always been one who i always gravitated towards learning from like the younger generation because i feel like you constantly trends exactly and you and then they're the future yeah (laughs) basically just like we were the future at one point in time exactly (laughs) but it is true and i think it's just like we just have to accept it like they we just need to keep learning 
And we might not always understand it because I'm like, I'm like, how is this a trend? Why is this trending? But just just go with it and yeah. accept it. Okay, I think that ends our session. Oh, good session. Thank you. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs> Let's speak.